Hey y'all, it's Monday, May 11th, 2020, and you're listening to Corona Toes. <laughs> What's up, party people? It's Wavos coming to you live from Ceviche Studios in beautiful Chapel Hill, North Carolina, on another Mow Your Lawn Monday. Apparently, that's what happens on Monday. It's when the lawns get mowed on Monday. Mow Your Lawn on Monday. Listen to that uh, crickety crackle that Monday. So, I bought some CBD flour at the farmer's market because I am an adult now. Quarantine has made me an adult, and I do things like go to the farmer's market at 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday. Bought some CBD flour. And I got to tell you, I don't ever feel anything off CBD drops, but I may feel something off CBD flour. I just got pretty kooky with that whole Monday thing. And um, I just roasted this bowl of CBD flour, so maybe I'm, like, open and relaxed and mellow and chill, or maybe I would have done that anyway. There's really no way for me to go back in time now and see if I would have done that. Chances are good, but I don't know for sure. I feel like I'm feeling some type of way, but maybe not. Maybe not. Could be placebo. I think most of y'all are are feeling that placebo. Not to be confused with the rapper SIBO. Um from the Bay Area. So, today's episode, a bit unexpected. Mr. J Phone 01, aka John Harrison, musician, baker, new new to the baking scene. Um, he's a roaster though. He's a chiefer. He's got some new music out. I'm gonna put a song at the end, a J Phone 01 track. But you may also know him from North Elementary, uh, from the Comas many moons ago. All-around great guy. I love to talk to him. I called him because I had a technical question about something. We ended up chatting about this other thing he's got going on, which I'll have a link to uh, in the show notes. But apparently his cul-de-sac parties on his block are so cool in these times of quarantine that some major publication, I can't remember whom, perhaps New York Times, one of those types of big-shot publicators, they, they had a, a little article about him and his crew hanging on the block. The awesome Glosson crew, which in that original conversation, we talked a lot about the awesome Blossom, which is the Chili's version of the Bloomin' Onion. Though I think nowadays when people think of like a big blown out fried onion, they think of the Bloomin' Onion. 
but I grew up eating the Awesome Blossom. So when I hear a name like Awesome Glosson referencing Glosson Circle, uh, his street slash cul-de-sac area, uh, that's what it makes me think of. And I thought they were actually referencing that, but apparently one of the homies on the block just had always said Awesome Glosson. But we'll have a link to that in the show notes. It's pretty cool. Anyways, we were talking, and I asked him a question about baking because he's been doing a lot of baking, and I wanted it to be kind of just a little short bonus episode. Baking with Phone one y'all. You know, something like that. But this actually ended up being a full-blown carb-tastic episode. It's our baking special. Uh, we talk about all kinds of, of baked goods, food in general, shopping for food in times of quarantine. It's pretty cool. We also talk about the nuances of an anchovy cocktail, I'm not going to tell you how we got to that topic. You'll just have to listen. But I have found a lovely, lovely uh, cocktail recipe from two lovely women whose names I can't remember at this time. But I will have a link to their uh, cocktail recipe featuring the anchovy in the show notes also. I've been writing some of these monologues down. This is You can tell this is one where I didn't write anything down. Um, I did write down... Can't believe I didn't make a yeast infection joke. I remember thinking to myself, yeast. Yeast is funny, right? But I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, I couldn't come up with a yeast infection joke in the heat of the moment. But since this is a baking episode, we did talk about yeast a lot. Um, And yeast is apparently hard to find right now because everybody on quarantine fancies themselves a baker. Got some great stuff coming up. We've got the first, hopefully not last, of what I call an inter-review with my good friend, Boy in Sleep, from Asheville. He's got a new record out. Can't wait to share that one with y'all. We went real deep NPR on that shit. Hopefully, got an interview coming up with all Missy Thangs. That thangs, that thangs, thangs, thangs. Another great friend of mine. A new-ish mother. Very busy. Hard to pin down. So, hopefully... Hmm, I don't like the way that sounds, hard to pin down. That sounds physically unappealing. Um, she's very busy, and sometimes... Not easy to catch up with, but we did have a nice preliminary chat. Looking forward to catching up with her proper style on the old podcast here. Uh, Also, hopefully... Oh, fuck. My phone's ringing. It's my good friend, Potential Spam, calling from Belmont, Massachusetts. I'll catch up with him later. Um, Hopefully... Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Also hoping to catch up with my buddy Robbie Massey from Los Angeles. He should be one of the next official guests on here. And Jake, my best friend Jake, who has yet to make an appearance on the podcast. He's funny. He's hilarious. I'm probably scared to have him on, really, because y'all would just wish that he had his own show and never want to listen to me again. Uh, probably why it's taken me so long to have him on there. And by on there, I mean here. Coronatos. We've had a submission to coronatoast at gmail.com. A question from my good friend, Cosmonaut Crackle, in Singapore. She asks, Do you think people of a certain age now, say 25 and older, will never have a cough or sore throat again without fearing it's not just a cold or the flu, but the virus? Um, yes. I would say that um, pretty much from now on for the rest of time, anybody who feels any kind of scratchiness, loss of smell ache in their toes, itch in their butt crack. They're going to think to themselves, am I symptomatic for 
coronavirus. Probably have a panic attack. Uh, maybe call in sick. I'm confident that anybody uh, moving forward in the future, uh, old enough to be aware of their, their own self and their own uh, abilities and their own feelings, will probably think, yes, anytime anything happens ever, that they have coronavirus. I know for me, uh, allergies, you know, are coming and going right now. Uh, my throat gets a little scratchy. I smoke a lot. Uh, sometimes I cough from that. I mean, and then I think, is that cough because I smoked or is that cough because of the virus? Yeah, it's going to be scary. You know, people talk about getting back to normal. And what I like to say is that normal, there's no, no, we're never getting back to normal. There will be a new normal, but normal is gone. So don't ever talk about things getting back to quote unquote normal because the normal that you envision has crashed and burned and it's just a flaming dumpster fire at this point. There will be another normal, but it will be different. If y'all are ready for some, some baked goods and some baked guys talking about them, well, get ready, because here it comes. I'm on the line with Phono one coming to us live from uh, Carborough, North Carolina. And my man has been doing some bacon lately. And <laughs> I would say, I don't know that if it's at the levels of excessive or not, but I don't know people who, who bake with quite the intensity uh, of this man. Not to mention the fact that everything looks so fucking good, I got to tell you. But let's talk about some of this bacon. So I believe you were, you were telling me, uh, we were going all the way back to the beginning when you first bought your mixer. <laughs> how, does, how did this all go down for you, man? So, you know, I... I, I just I've got. I was like, I'm gonna get into baking. Like I'm not, I'm not a baker. I don't ever. I don't. You know, I, I don't bake at all. This and, was when uh, the quarantine started, though, or this was yeah, like okay. early, like 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 early March. So, so this is brand got, new for you. Oh yeah, I've never baked. I think I made like the New York Times. Uh, they have like a, a 24 hour bread thing you can make. I've done that like once, but uh, that was like 10 years ago. I'm not, I'm not a baker. I like cooking, but I'm not like I've never baked. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, real quick. Let's play fuck Mary Kill. You ready? Okay. Sure. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know the game, or you don't know how to choose between those three. Oh, so I've got to like fuck one of them and then marry one of them. Yeah. So the game's called fuck Mary Kill. And you're presented with three people. You got to fuck one, marry one, and kill one. So you've got a butcher, you've got a baker, and you've got a candlestick maker. I think you would fuck the candlestick maker. I agree, because they probably, you know, are used to making all kinds of weird candle-shaped dildos and shit. So they probably know how to fuck. So yeah, you probably fuck the candlestick maker. And then or they got a baker and a meat maker? What'd you say? You got a, you got a butcher. <laughs> a butcher. Are you not even familiar with that, that no, poem? I'm, fam I'm familiar, but it's usually I thought it was like with celebrities and shit. I've never had these like generic like. No, but are you are you familiar with the, the, the there's like a kid's poem where they talk about like the butcher, the baker and the yeah. candlestick maker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think, yeah, I think like your my, my like worlds are colliding with all this stuff. Uh, but I, but I got it. I got it. I would uh, marry the butcher, I think. Okay. And kill you kill the baker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I stand by those three for sure. Okay, wow. See, so what I was thinking, definitely fuck the candlestick maker for the reason that I mentioned uh, before. 
I feel like, you know, obviously nobody likes the fact that they have to kill somebody, but I kind of thought mm-hmm. the butcher probably may have have the worst karma between the the butcher and the baker because the butcher's whole life has kind of been revolved around death. You know, the butcher has definitely been involved in, yeah. in the death of animals. So maybe they deserve to die more than the baker. And then plus the baker, bro, you would just be waking up to fucking treats every morning. I mean, the, the butcher might be frying up the bacon, you know? Yeah. It's kind of a tough a tough choice, I suppose. It is. I mean, now I'm wondering if I should marry the candlestick maker. Right, because you, the, yeah, the yeah. sex for I mean, a, it's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. I know. That's true. That yeah. makes sense. I wonder yeah. if people, you know, I, I haven't played this game a lot, but I wonder if people do think about the lifetime that's involved. Well, that's why I'm I, impl- I think butcher. it's probably a sexless marriage. We're we're thinking of kind of like a like a long oh, kind of then dull. I then I, I stand with uh, the butcher because you know then it's just meats. Yeah. Okay. A life of meats, <laughs> which might end up being a shorter life. I mean, know? it is when your cards pulled, your cards pulled. You've got the mixer. How do you begin? What's the first? What's the first thing out the box? You're like, boom, we're doing this. Bagels. That's so right. The all, bagels. Was that your first yeah, one? Okay. The, and, and like, so. The, and is this I you was, and Bug working in tandem, or is this you? No, nah, like this is it? all. This is all me. I'm not okay. taking away from her at all. Like she does the lion's share of the cooking, because uh, she's a nutritionist, and she if I if I did the cooking, it wouldn't be as healthy, probably. So. Um, my buddy David Klein uh, spent a lot of time in New York. Posted a what he called an easy bagel recipe. So I was like, "All right, let's do it." And um, I think it's beginner's luck. They just came out super dope. I had no idea what I was doing. Like I didn't know what yeast. What I didn't even know if we had. Yeast. I didn't know any of this stuff. Like none of it. And um, I just got lucky, man. They were dope. We had some. We put everything toppings like we have around. Just I put it on toast you know i just like having that shit around and it worked out well it was good so i made those like three times damn okay like, everything, right, out everything the, right out the gate everything bagel style every time or did you try other nah, flavors? We, we ran out of everything bagel so the first batch was dope this is great worked out i thought i was like oh shit i should be a baker and then uh the second time course bug was like let's try it with whole wheat so I, did. <laughs> I, I like did. how you give her props, but you still give her the annoying voice. Well, you know, and I like, I mean, I eat whole wheat pasta. Shit's great. Like, it's fine. Like, I, I like it. Um, I don't, I don't miss the regular stuff, but, uh, it didn't work out. I had to throw that dough away, but then we did some research and like, I found out that most whole wheat bagels are actually 50, 50, you know, right. Flour and whole wheat. Anyway, like that's just when somebody says whole wheat bagel, they do not mean hundred percent whole wheat. That's almost impossible. So I did that. And, um, uh, sorry, bug just walked in. She heard me talking about bagels. She, she heard no you talking that shit is what she heard. <laughs> she did. She, she heard me talking shit. I mean, uh, so then I did that. And then I, we, I, I did another batch of just regular bagels again. And those actually somehow, I thought they'd even be better than the first, but they ended up being the worst batch because uh, I couldn't bagel. Sh- they were so sticky, I couldn't make them bagel shaped. So they <laughs> they were just mounds of. They were like bagels with no holes. Which what, was, bro? Yeah, and, which was like, well, why don't? It's a, but they tasted like bagels. Well, they let me. Yo, here's a question, fam. I'm under the impression that donuts. The reason why donuts have a hole in the middle is that whole famous story about how, like, you know, they're trying to cook it all the way through because they're frying it in the grease or whatever. But why does a, a bagel doesn't need to have a hole in the middle, does it? 
in order to get cooked, I guess, to get, so you get more like hard shell vibes? I guess. I mean, I'm definitely the wrong person to ask, but I will say this. I enjoyed the shit out of my no-hole bagels. They were fine. They were fine. When I think about eating a bagel, a bagel sandwich, like taking that hole out the middle definitely like, you know, improves the equation for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's less area for shit to fall out of. Yeah. I mean, dude, bagel sandwiches are challenging uh, in general. You know, you have to take a very, you have to open your mouth very wide and you have to bite down uh, very straight. You have to maintain like the perfect amount of pressure in order to break through the bagel, but not squeeze all the shit out the back. I agree. Oh shit. That reminds me though, man. One thing we did with the bagels is we like Brugger's bagels has the Herbie Turkey, which is like yeah, super I've eaten, good. I've eaten quite a few of those sun-dried tomato yeah. uh, spread on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we actually, that's what we ended up. Most of them we were eating for lunch. We made our Herbie Turkey. Oh my God, bro. I am so fucking hungry right now. This is fucking massive. So good. Um, we even okay. some capers on there. It was good. Oh bro. You're speaking my <laughs> language, bro. You're speaking my language. You know what I want to get to is the next thing because I'm pretty sure I know what it is and I'm I want to hear all about it. That the pineapple. Oh yes. So what did you make next? So the next thing I made is well shit. I I saw a picture of a pineapple upside down cake and I was like I want to make that and the bug was like you should do cupcakes because the portions are small. And I was like all right, whatever and uh, I did that. I still have some of those. You know what I've learned with the bacon shit is like I like the breads and stuff. I'm not a big like. Like, uh, you're savory. You like the savory. Yeah, man. So I don't really care about the cookies. And, and, you know, we gave a lot of the, the, the pineapple upside down cupcakes away, but they were fucking delicious. What's your take on sweet and savory combined, though? You ever fuck with shit like that? Like, you ever had like a, you know, like cheese and apples together or like, yeah, man. One of my salty chocolate chip cookies, man. Those are my shit. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Those are great. Uh, so one of the things I do, uh, when I'm watching a movie at night is do the uh, Cheez-Its with uh, honey roasted peanuts and oh, I mix yeah. them in a bowl together. And that shit is good. And people don't really know about that shit. I, I, think, I, I think I invented it. I, it doesn't seem possible, but I don't talk to many people who talk about it. It seems possible. I've never heard of it. It sounds awkward, but uh, I, as a person who likes to mix and match things and who also really, really loves honey roasted peanuts... Yes, um, I'm about it. So I'm about, um, and I, I've done this with other, with several people. Um, so I know this is a thing. Um, but uh, popcorn and uh, Reese's Pieces. Oh yeah, so good. I've definitely done that. For the record, it's they're Reese's Pieces. I mean, the company is Reese's, right? Or is it? Re- I mean, I like to say Reese's Pieces because that just flows. Um, I mean, it sounds great, especially coming from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the most recent thing I've seen you bake, these are one of my favorite things. You know, I don't eat a lot of baked goods, but my God, I would kill a man for a croissant. They're so fucking good. They, they're, they're pretty much good in any format. You can eat one that's been sitting on the counter for like five days and it's still kind of like stale and flat and greasy. It'll still be delicious. Oh, yeah. um, so you made... Croissants. I got to hear about how they came out. You know, you had a picture of a, a bowl of flour just full of butter slices. You've been taking, uh, you know, play-by-play shots and posting them online. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to keep myself uh, interested and accountable. The bagels people love, uh, pineapple cupcakes people love. Croissants, people have definite, like, things to say about it. 
um, <laughs> which was which was really interesting to me. So the, the croissant, and I did this on purpose. The croissants I wanted to make were like these, like easy croissants, what they're called. So you you mix the butter in with the batter. That's basically what's the easy part. So what they turn out like is not quite as flaky as a regular croissant, but that's what I wanted because I knew I was going to make these into like sandwiches. And I don't, you know how messy a croissant is. Um, but that being said, to me. Even though the mouthfeel might be a little different, the taste, it tastes like a croissant. There's tons of butter. There's like a sticking half of butter in there. Like, it tasted <laughs> they great. Are, they are. Of the three things you've made, they definitely will leave your fingers the fucking shiniest after, after <laughs> eating one, man. Like, like a croissant, you'll like, you know, you can't like wipe your hands on like your t-shirt. You know, you'll get like those grease no, spots. No, it's, it's, just a, it's just a mess. And they do that crumble, means, man. They get flaky on you. Oh, my God. You lose at least a quarter of the croissant to, just, <laughs> to like the ether, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that being said, this weekend I'm going to do real deal croissants cause I just got to, I don't think I'm going to prefer them, but I'm just going to do it just, just to, you know, hit home the fact it was a choice. I didn't make them the first time. Did you have to get a lot of stuff besides like the, you know, the yeast and things like, are you, are you slowly like amassing like a vault of like baking, uh, you know, recipe items, or do you kind? Of, is it pretty basic once you just get like three or four things? You know? Yeah, I mean, the flour we kind of have around. I did have to scour the internet for some yeast. After a while, we had some here, but it was old and it didn't really work. Uh, so I got the yeast game going. That yeast seems to be the biggest sort of deal, and it's hard to come by these days. That was about it. I'm trying to think what else. I did up up the kitchen game a little bit though. We got I did get a mat where you can like roll your dough and stuff like yeah, that. It's not to be a certainly. Yeah, I you got, got a, a scale tools. for weighing out the uh, the powders. Yeah, we have a scale. We use a scale for coffee over here. Okay, and, uh, and uh, we so I can use that, which is helpful. Um, oh, and you got that mixer, mix- of course. You got the new. I got the the mixer kicked off the whole thing. Did you get one of the dope KitchenAid joints, or did you? Yeah, get, yeah. yeah that's like the classic yeah. one. That's the one. That's like the the legacy the legacy mixer. Yeah, it's a little bit of dough, pun intended, but uh, you know. But ideally, yeah. that you're going to use that for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Well, I think that's why I went out so strong, like out of the gate, just because I was like, well, shit, you know, I just spent, you know, we spent like a couple hundred bucks on this thing. Can better use it. And, yeah, uh, it probably costs more than that. It's all right, man. We know those things are expensive. <laughs> no one's judging you, bro. You're using it, you know? Well, hey, you're using I, it. I mean, well, to be honest, there's different levels of them. Uh, I think the one we got was like 280 but, man, some of those things go up to like 500 bucks. Like, they look the same. Can you get – you can get attachments for that joint, though, right? You're going to start making your own sausage oh, and shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, you can get – so we actually made some pasta earlier, like – before we got the mixer, but they actually, when we just like hand roll it, we have a little pasta cutter machine, but uh, you can get one of those and put on, you can get all kinds of shine and looked into it. It's sort of overwhelming. Bro, I can't wait to, to hear more tales. So, so what's next then? <laughs> so you're going to make some real, some not bullshit, some not fake croissants. Yeah. What not else? fake croissants just to quiet the naysayers. Uh, man, I don't know. Pizza, pizza dough. Want to kind of get into that, bro? Are you gonna make a dude? Here's the question. I've I've been getting like multiple texts um, to all the people who are listening to us right now. Man, my phone's about to blow. Everybody wants to know uh, (laughs) sourdough, sourdough starter, bro. When are you gonna start raising your little little baby? 
Yeah, I don't know. Every that's like the thing. I mean, this is how like naive I am. Is I don't even know what the fuck that is. Like, I mean, I know what it is, like in the most general sense. But like, I hear people talk about it, like it's like you know, Ark of the Covenant. Bro, or they write but, motherfuckers uh, write books about that shit. Like, remember know, the, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or whatever? I feel like there's like a there's like a sourdough starter equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the, some of those is it like naive like seeds and shit where like people like this Saturday starters from like the 14 months no yeah maybe man cloning shit bro I I think man I think you can just break off a hunk and clone that bitch I'll be honest I I don't normally choose to eat sourdough so I'm not highly motivated to make sourdough but you know I like a nice piece of toasted sourdough with like some butter on it bro that shit is Oh, man. I'm not. I'm not anti sourdough by any stretch. I will eat it. I just it's, it's down on my list of choices. If you were gonna put if you were gonna put jelly on a croissant, what would be your go to jelly? Well, first off, it'd be preserves. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, can we let me let me run that back. Let me run that back. If you were gonna put a, if you were gonna put a jam, if you were gonna put some, if you was gonna put some preserves on a on a croissant now. What what flavor would you would be your go to? I mean, I like a good strawberry jam or okay. preserve or whatever. Like, uh, but man, there's not many I don't like. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, for me, I just from growing up, it's just it's grape. You know, I just see purple and it's jelly. Fuck it, it's grape jelly. Yeah, no, yeah, it's you the fucking the packet jelly. from fucking yeah. Waffle House. Fuck it, but <laughs> put in there. I mean, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. good, man. Okay, what about sandwich? What about savory? Savory sandwich on a croissant. What's your go-to? Man, so we've only been... So we did the ham and cheese, which I was about to say, man, a fucking ham and Swiss Swiss cheese. And that, yeah, and that's what we did. We actually had them mostly for breakfast. And today, I actually had some scrambled egg I put on there, too. And I have to say, if you make a fluffy scrambled egg, that complements the croissant. Dude, anything goes good um, with a croissant. A chocolate croissant, like a fresh chocolate croissant. God, man, that shit is 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 heavenly, bro. I mean, well, that's what we're gonna. We have talked about making savory croissants, like putting like or not maybe not savory, but putting spinach. Like when you roll it up. Well, that that's savory. Yeah, spin- that same style. Yeah. Like uh, you know, the weave does the. They got like that cheese and kale joint. Um, that's pretty good. Exactly. Yo, sidebar, you're always giving the weave props on uh on Facebook. Um, I like the weave, man. That's I, where you like most of our shopping. I worked there for, for nine fucking years. But um Oh shit. In the right. in That's Southern right. Southern Village That's store right. though. Southern That's Village. Right. Yeah. But uh I vouch right. for them on the baked goods tip, man. Their their fucking pies and cakes and, and all that shit are, are really fucking good, man. Yeah, they're just dope, man. I mean, before all of this like weird shit where you couldn't leave the house, like we're not the kind of house we you know we went to grocery store like every two days like we don't keep a lot of food around the house so it was weird to you know and we always went to weed for like 95 percent of the stuff uh that we can get there just we love it they're great great people great uh great food but i will say it is when you go to shop for a week at weave you drop some money it's crazy Oh yeah, no. I mean, it's, I mean, they're not cheap. Nobody's saying that. I don't internet. notice it. I don't notice it in like these little every two day trips because we walk. We can walk there from our house. I don't notice it in these little trips. But when we went there and bought food for a week, it was crazy. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of an offset when you're just buying it for a day or two, too, because you're telling yourself that you're getting like healthy stuff and you're you're getting stuff where the people who make it are not being murdered by mafias. You know, you're getting all like free trade, all natural, good <laughs> shit, and you're feeling you're like you're feeling so good about yourself. 
that it, it minimizes that the pain, what they call the pain of paying. You know what I mean? But then when you're like yeah. buying it for the week, you're kind of thinking a little bit more long term, and you're like, oh, wow, shit. Yeah. Because the receipt's longer too, you know? So the receipt's like more intimidating. You're like, yeah. Well, everything's like, I mean, most of the stuff we're buying is like out, like fruits and stuff. I mean, it's just like a lot. Like, it, it's not like in these prepackaged boxes that easily fit. Like, it's a bunch of stuff, man. Like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of food, man. You ever do uh, like Coca-Cola with the peanut, with the honey roasted man, peanuts in it? I mean, when I was a kid, I don't do sodas, man. I haven't done sodas in decades. Good, like, good. Yeah. I, really I never, I feel like that's one of the ones that still eludes me. Like, I haven't done that, you know? I don't know. I mean, I, I some it makes me think of putting like a Jolly Rancher in a Zima, too. It just kind of, just kind of bumps yeah. me out. But I'm not scared I mean, of it. Well, we did, when I was a kid, I definitely did like peanuts and Dr. Pepper or whatever, because that's what all the old timers were doing okay. out in the country or whatever. And is it a honey like, roasted I, peanut or just a regular peanut? No, nah, it's just regular peanut. Like, so that's like the salt, like the sugar is the soft drink and the salt is the peanut. Like, okay, see, that's so sweet kind of, and savory though, it's man. A rever- it's, I know, but it's reversed and like the cheese it is the salt and like the honey roasted peanut is the sugar. So the peanut in the soda is the thing that's, that's salty. If you're doing a comparison, if you're doing a comparison. What are some other like rando food combinations like that? Like putting peanuts in your, in your Dr. Pepper or weird uh, combos. Man, I'm thinking, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the South, you know, has all kinds of like wacky shit like that, you know? So there's, there's obviously something, as soon as we hang up, we're going to like remember some shit. Yeah, I'll think of something when I don't have to. Alex Mayolo was, was talking on Facebook one time, uh, Imagine that about uh, <laughs> about the um, peanut butter and sardine sandwich. I don't know, man. That I, I, I don't that, think he'd even eat one. We had I had contacted him about actually being like, dude, let's do a podcast where we eat those. But here's the thing, and he was like, oh, dude, I know I knew you'd be down. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. But dude, the whole time I was thinking of anchovies instead of yeah. sardines. There's a, and there's a huge difference. There to is, me. bro. I would eat a peanut butter and anchovy sandwich right the fuck now. Yeah, I would uh, try that. For peanut sure. butter and sardine, I would have to look at it for a little bit and and build up a little bit of uh, reserve. You know, I'd have to like hype myself up basically to do that one, I, th- I think. Yeah, I, I'm not super interested. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it, but. I would. I'd be curious about a anchovy um, peanut butter sandwich. I'm not curious. I could live my whole life and never experience the taste of a sardine. Yeah, I don't uh, really fuck with sardines. I act like I fuck with sardines because, like I said, my brain kind of lumps them in with anchovies. But I've had someone Huge crack difference. open. Yeah, dude, crack open like the tin of sardines. Like we're gonna pick at them mm-hmm. with some saltines and shit. And I was not into it. But give me nah, like a fucking man. a trisket. And a can of anchovies, and we can party. Yeah, I'm down with that. Like, I agree. I like it too. Yeah, a sardine is like even a teeny little minnow or a fish. Like, you, it looks like it. It, it seems like it. Like, I mean, when you're looking at it, and like, I don't know. I feel like there would even maybe even be bones in there somehow. But like, anchovies are like this. They're like olives or something. Right, right. And you know, my dad used to get the ones that come in the can where the anchovy is rolled up, and there's a little caper in the middle. Ooh, that takes. That sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds real good, doesn't it? Okay. I love caper. Man, I love caper. Bro, yeah, you mentioned that, man. Um, okay, wheat thin or trisket? That's tough, man. I mean, I'm going to stay with wheat thin as it's my long time 
I would have, like, even 10 years ago, I would have not even thought twice and said that. But I actually probably eat more Triscuits these days, and they've kind of risen for me. I don't know if I could put, if I have to give a black and white answer to that, I can't say. Uh, wheat, thins to, go, wheat, thins. wheat Thins go really well with Cheese Whiz. <laughs> cheese Whiz. They also go really well with cream cheese. Oh, wow. I've never done that. I mean, I probably, I probably have, but. <laughs> well, they make like flavored cream cheeses and shit. Have you done um, crackers, like a saltine cream cheese and seven pepper jelly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the shit. That's very southern. Yeah, pepper jellies are good, man. Yeah, so you're down with for a pepper jelly. I noticed we oh, don't yeah. have to call it a pepper preserve. Oh shit! I see what's going on there. Man, I'm I'm loving the fucking uh, loving the food game. Okay, um, yeah, man, all day, all day, all night. Anchovies, anchovies on pizza. So definitely, that's cool. Yeah, I'm down with an anchovy, man. Anchovy on a saltine, great. Like, like the most basic form. If you want to up it from there, I'm I'm game. You know what I mean? Like. I'd be hard pressed to find something I wouldn't like it on because it's almost like a uh, seasoning. Yeah, it's know? like you said, it's like an olive. It's it's definitely like yeah. a, an element. It's a it's a garnish, you know. Um, what about a cocktail? What about a cocktail with an anchovy in it, though? What about That'd that? Be like a, a martini, like an anchovy martini. I would try that. I mean, I. Uh... I, uh, man, can you hear that? My phone. Yeah, ringing. turn that shit off. I don't even know how to turn. I don't know what. The, I'm afraid I'll cut us off. So <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Fuck it. Let Here, it, let's just let, let it. Uh, let's just let, let it wear go. itself out. <laughs> it's got like a beat too. Boom. 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 Okay. It's done. All right. I think they're gone. Their message will probably come up. But whatever. Um. What are we talking about? Uh, anchovies on pizza. Oh, anchovy cocktail. Oh, anchovy okay. cocktail. Yeah, um, yeah, man. If it was like a vodka, vodka martini, dirty, I, I think, think it could it could add flavor. To I that. think if it was if the if the liquid was like super clear and there was just a, an anchovy on a toothpick in there, it would be cool. If it was something where like the anchovy had started to kind of disintegrate a little bit <laughs> and like you, I could see like pieces of it floating like in the drink, you know, that sounds gross. Yeah. Not a lot of vis- – it's not a good look. No, it's not yeah. a good look. But what a if martini. <laughs> oh, man. If it was just like super clear but the anchovy was like super intact, you know, I, I would fuck with that. Um, <laughs> this is the best martini you'll ever have. But – it's going to look like shit. Just close your eyes. <laughs> what if it was served in like an opaque martini glass, like a black opaque martini glass, and you could just – you couldn't even – there's no visual. You just taste it. That might be what they have to do if they start that business. See, I went to this place one time. I love martinis, and I got a fancy uh, fancy martini, and it had like, you know, like blue cheese fucking stuffed olives or some shit in it. And like the, 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 oil, the oils from the fucking olive and the cheese and shit – pooled at the top of the fucking glass so there was like those oil bubbles like floating on the surface of my drink and it was fucking unattractive bro i'm like i don't need this fucking gourmet fucking olive you know just give me like the fucking the the green olive with the red pimento and and call it a day you know bro tell them to stop calling man is this an emergency when someone calls twice bro it's important it's a number like that is not identified so i wouldn't usually fuck with that anyway so I don't know. Do you want to answer it live on air and see what happens? No. Yeah, okay. yeah that's fair. That's fair. I, I wouldn't want you to get in trouble. Well, I don't think it's anything bad. I don't, I don't know. 
It might be the people calling about the payment I owe on my CPAP machine. Okay, well, if that's them, <laughs> definitely don't answer, man. They can wait. This is not a time to be fucking sweating a man about breathing. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, you might need to turn that thing into a fucking ventilator at some point, man. They need to, <laughs> they need to leave you alone, man, bro. I was, in the back of my mind, I was like, I think I'm kind of set. Like, Damn, interesting, they, bro. Side topic they, that if, we should research. Well, the, the 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 problem is is the air the air gets recirculated into the general air, um, so you can't like have that shit. We couldn't really replace them in hospitals and stuff. Right, but at the crib, maybe it could help you. That's what I think because it opens up your lungs. I mean, then that's all you're trying to do. And like, if I'm here by myself, it'd be like if you were in a hospital by yourself. Right. It might would work. Well, bro, um, I'm I'm glad that you that you have you have some more some more tools, man. Between the mixing, between the uh, the mixer and the CPAP, bro, I think you're you're in for some some a couple of couple of good months, <laughs> a couple of good I'm months. Set. I'm set for a while. Um, <laughs> last question, bro, and you know I'm, yeah. I'm amazed that this has become such a large a large topic. Uh, people are also uh, my phone is just pinging with people who are dying for me to ask you this. Um, pineapple <laughs> on pizza, man? Yes or no? Oh, it's like my favorite pizza. Yeah, me too, bro. Me uh, too. Yeah, you throw some bacon and uh, sweet onion, uh, you know, whatever. No, that sounds like, like a tight combo right there. I mean, definitely, I want some like, uh, I want like, I think red onion is cool. Like, it looks good with the pineapple too. Some ham. Um, yeah, ham, ham is good. Uh, fuck, banana pepper. Yes, uh, yes, bro. Um jalapenos you said sweet onion i mean you're thinking like a vidalia like, onion yeah i mean so red onions i like if they're like they have to be thin sliced for me like i mean i'll eat any red onion like it's not like i hate them but like they cause problems when they're not typically they're better not raw in. i think but people use them in kebabs and shit because of because of the visual you know i mean you've got like a a hunk of yeah. meat a red and green pepper a purple you know, even though yeah. red onion, whatever, like a purple fucking onion slice. It looks nice, you know? It does. It does if you're taking a picture. But, like, if, if I'm going to eat it, like, I want – I don't know, man. I, I would put a Vidalia on it. I mean, anytime I'm tasked with getting an onion, I get a Vidalia, no matter what it costs well, for. Well, bro, this is just yeah. a fantasy podcast pizza, so you can put whatever you, you, can put whatever you want <laughs> on it, baby. But, man, with all that being said, I, just, I would just have marinara – cheese and a pineapple. I mean, I don't need the other stuff. The pineapple is what I like. And I think a lot of that goes back to what we've been talking about. Definitely. Sweet, salty, like, you know. I don't think you, I think you, you were married all through this, the, the, the advent of the online uh, dating thing. So you've probably never been on Tinder, but yeah, uh, definitely never been on Tinder. There are definitely recurring topics of controversial conversation. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yes or no kind of things. Like if you're into so and so, I'm not into you. You know, whether jokingly or serious. And right. pineapple on pizza come like pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Like that is like something you see a lot. Like this is a, so a hot weird. topic. You know, and people are very divided on it. And I've always been pro pineapple. I definitely think I thought it was crazy when I first heard of it, but like. Yo, that's kind of like a, you know, once you're in, you're in kind of thing. Like, I'm never, I'm never reversing that decision. Yeah. I mean, I've never not known that to be an option, to be honest with you. I guess maybe I had like very uh, liberal pizza parents or something, but like, I, it's always, I mean, since a kid, I've had pineapple and pizza. Bro, I can't believe you just coined a new term, uh, pizza parents. <laughs> pizza you know, you could have conservative pizza, pizza parents or liberal pizza parents. <laughs> And um, you obviously were raised right. 
when the only thing that's left in the world is flour and butter, I'm coming to your house. Right on, man. Let's bake it up. All right, buddy. Let's do that thing where we say goodbye, but we don't really say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>